awesome D&D 5th edition stoner podcast where we have uh, guests on and we make them get way too stoned and try and play D&D. I've got some great players uh, today. We got two guests coming into the session today. You guys should be excited about that. But uh, we got two other fellas here that are usually kicking around these parts. Oh, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Okay, I'm to his left. Tom and Jerry. And I'm to his left. And I'm Anchorage. <laughs> and I'm to neither of them's left. And I'm Spike. Spike. And I'm to the front of everybody. <laughs> I'm Doc. <laughs> if you all remember from the last episode, um, they got some shit to clean up. Some uh, stuff went down last episode. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Dogs eating people kind of stuff. Dogs mm. eating people kind of stuff. Why don't you want to give a recap? So we went to go save Goth. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to go let out the dogs because uh that has worked for us so many times in the past right letting out the butcher dogs has cl- classically been a really good idea uh, so we let them out and then uh we watched moldred and by we i mean just me because i'm the entirety of the party um <laughs> <laughs> uh i watched moldred get torn to shreds by the butcher dogs yeah and as his limbs would regrow from his magical powers, the butcher dogs would just take another bite. And so at the end, we had some really fat and happy butcher dogs mm-hmm. and a very dead Maurice. Maldred. Maldred. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky I weakened him for you. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> you guys uh, clashed against Maldred and his unmade army. Um, between the three of your efforts, you were able to save the the city of Morn, Morn Hall from uh, Maldred's invasion, but you lost your friend Wendy, who at the beginning of the battle was turned by Maldred into one of his servants and was sent off to accomplish some goal that you all never were able to interact with. Um, after defeating uh, the turned all-seer, Eris uh, had a vision of death going around to the various corpses and trying to collect the souls of the unmade and being unable to. Shortly after uh, growling at him in his polar bear form, uh, Eris uh, was confronted by death and the two of them left to go deal with the unmade who escaped the battle uh, and just clean up this little area. Uh, And Tommond, when he grabbed the book, (laughs) he... uh, fucked up his arm pretty bad and uh kind of combined it with his armor so he's got a weird metal arm now that he doesn't really know how that functions um and dima the old arch speaker and anchorage's mentor uh told anchorage that she believes that they have not seen the last of maldred and that he will be coming back and the speakers say he'll be coming to the sand sea of the south Uh, shortly after she left to go investigate, telling you all to meet her at the small village on the south side of the wall. And I need to watch out for moths with beards. Yes, and she warned you of whale barons sailing the sand sea and horrible pirates wearing moth beards. Um, And that is just about where we left off, I think. So uh, let's, let's get 
back into it with uh, with Anchorage. You are uh, just uh, right in, uh, in like the front entrance area of the Tower of the Panther, and uh, your mentor has just disappeared into the sky with her nifty little knives. Uh, what you want to do? Uh, what are the dogs doing? Uh, you don't the see do them right now. <laughs> they they haven't started coming up the stairs yet. They uh, are still probably occupied with the bag that uh, Dima brought when she arrived. Um, well, I, I think that I want to go look for Tommond, but um, I also want to let somebody know before I leave okay, the okay. building. You know, just that there are some dogs that might be loose. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so now I just want to go look for Tommond. Okay. Uh, it's quite easy to find him. You just follow the chance uh, from the Black Guard of metal man metal man and then you see him raised up on the shoulders of barney and barney covered in blood and something horribly wrong with his arm oh my god <laughs> 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 laughing like fucking dr eggman just living it up uh you see uh the guard captain mattis walking beside him even more drenched in blood than tomant Tommen, you made it! I yell over the fray of the... Tommen, did you hear Anchorage? Oh, I, I, I like look over at him, and then I look at the crowd of faces that are chanting for me, <laughs> and I turn my back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair call. That's fair. That's fair. But um, then I remember Sebastian. I go, hey, hey, let me down, let me down! And then I'm going to run I, over him. I don't think you know what happened to Sebastian. Oh. I think you were you were engaged otherwise. Uh, well, I you're just waiting on him to finish celebrating. <laughs> yeah. It's probably going to be like at least another ten minutes. Oh gosh! Yeah, no, because actually I do remember that I I'm bleeding out, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get down and I'm gonna go look for someone to heal me. I I go with. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey Anchorage. Hey. Thanks Tom, a lot. <laughs> and then I'm gonna keep walking, look for healer. Okay, uh, Mattis, he he runs up and kind of catches up with you guys. Um, Anchorage, uh, glad to see you made it through the battle. It's uh, a little touch and go there for a minute, but I think things turned out quite well. Ah, uh, did you manage to find Goth? You know what? I'm not exactly sure where we landed on Goth. I think he made it to the Panther Tower. Um. Uh, and Hoth was was with him, so it's a pretty sure shot. Yes, uh, Hoth is quite the warrior. Uh, great, I'm, I'm gonna go look for them before the king does anything else stupid. Uh, if you all are looking for a place to patch up your wounds, uh, the uh, archpriest in the Tower of the Gods is quite the adapt healer. Hopefully she was able to make it through the battle. Uh, you, you've been in there Oh, once or twice before. Uh, uh, Grand Priest Cathadris. Oh, yeah, we, we meant that later. Of course. Yeah, you know, when Tommen was... Well, you don't really know the story of my life, so I'm just gonna go now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. thank you. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. We'll uh, Tommen! We'll catch up the, the lady in the Tower of the Gods? I, I know, I know. She's a healer. We can go there. I also heard that information. Oh, we're, yeah, because you were standing right. Because <laughs> I was standing right next to you, Anchorage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, let's go. 
Okay. Uh, Mattis is sent off towards the uh, Tower of the Panther, um, and you guys head to the Tower of the Gods, which is actually where you left Goth. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, we get to deal with what Goth. What you doing here? Um, you head over towards the Tower of the Gods, and you see out front, you see uh, Sebastian and Hulth. Uh, Hulth and his eagle are set about uh, Sebastian and Hulth looks like he's trying to splint Sebastian's wing uh, pulling out uh, bandages and uh, little like uh, brace sticks from a side pouch on the uh, eagle's uh, saddle uh, and he goes oh you guys made it back I, I guess this means you did it huh you, you beat Maldred I swoo that's pretty cool. Look, all I'm going to say is, you know, I canned him. I fed him to some dogs. That's tough way to go. You missed you missed sick fight over here, though. Like, Eris, yeah. that, that guy, turned into a polar bear and was like, all going crazy savage bear mode on all seer. Just ripping him to pieces, then Osir picks up the bear and starts flying up, and then and then the bear just bites its neck off. It was it was quite a battle. Holy! I'm sorry that I missed that. Oh, but I think Eris is dead. What? <laughs> Hoff. Yes. How? How? I disappeared in puff of like uh, shadowy black death smoke. It was like <laughs> toast. <laughs> that it looked rough. Wait, so like a spell in the battle? Uh, no, no, the battle was over. Eris was a uh, over there talking to himself, and then poof. Eris has done this at least three times before. I'm not <laughs> worried. Yeah, but <laughs> this is good. This is good. I was worried about bear. That that's cool. Uh, Goth is uh, in there. He's still tantruming. Uh, nobody can find his mother. Nowhere to be found? Nowhere to be found. The current sheriff of Mornhall is searching for her. Alright, Tommy, you want to do rock, paper, scissors? Hold on, Sebastian. Um, <laughs> oh, what happened, my beautiful bird? I, I, my, my wing was grabbed by giant fingers. <laughs> oh. Horrible. We need to get me to a healer yeah. right now. <laughs> this poor man does not know how vultures' wings work. Come, come with us. We're looking for a healer as well. Uh, you walk. Yes. My wing is broken. Okay. I do not use those to walk, Tommond. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I was just Sorry. trying to make sure you are comfortable. I'm just a little annoyed. Friends. Okay, well, where were you during that fight? I'm just saying. Where were you during that fight? I was over here getting my wing broken. I didn't break any bones. Look at my arm. This is oh yeah, good. oh yeah, that looks real good. That, that looks real healthy. No, no infections going on there, for sure. It doesn't even hurt that bad. Uh, you guys hobble your way into the Tower of the, go uh, Tower of the Gods. You see a few of the Black Guard have already made their way in here and are uh, seeking treatment from uh, uh, Kathy, or uh, Grand Priest Cathadris. 
Um, she sees all of you come in and she like gestures you over. Uh, she's doing some sort of ritual that just as soon as you step into the area around her, you feel your hit points starting to regenerate, your wounds closing. Um, you ah, s- oh, that's <laughs> so nice. Goth is also in here, not with the rest of the Black Guard and Kathy getting healed since he didn't really sustain many wounds during the fight. Just some slight scrapes and bruises. Uh, he is sitting over near the far wall over by the large painting of the uh, of all the gods with a few of the black guard gathered around him. But his mother is nowhere to be seen. Do you want to talk to him? Hey, Goth! Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where's your mama? I don't know. She... she... She disappeared during the demonstration. I, I haven't seen her since. I, I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, not seeing your mom for that long? Well, at this age? But I, I've sent the sheriff out to locate her. He, he should be back any minute. And he'll, he'll have found her, I'm sure of it. Who's this sheriff? I'm just one of my lackeys. Sure you've met him already? I only make a habit of meeting warriors of renown. No one who would take on the title lackey. <laughs> I'm the great hero, metal man. Perhaps right. you've heard of me. He's kind of strict in his friends like that. <laughs> yes, I, I, heard, I heard the guards muttering some nonsense about that outside. Uh, I'll go address them and put a stop to it. Oh, I bet you could try. <laughs> um, at this point, you you hear someone clear their throat from behind. Uh, Mattis has walked in, and the sheriff is with him. Uh, you recognize them as the sheriff. They're wearing very similar uh, Agoth sheriff outfit. It's to Anchorage wears, and they have the little badge and everything. Uh, he walks up. Uh, Mattis kind of gives you guys a look like... It's not good news. Uh, uh, the sheriff w- walks towards Goth timidly, and he uh, clears his throat again, trying to trying to speak. Uh, uh, your ma- Your Majesty, uh, I'm a- I'm afraid I I found your mother. And Goth goes, oh, well, "Then where is she? I-, I demand to see her at once." And he goes, "I I, I don't think that would be." Be wise, your majesty. And he goes, why not? What's happened? Uh, she was she was found in the crypts uh, next to your father's tomb. Her head has been smashed in, as if by a large turtle-shaped hammer. And your father's tomb, it's empty. His body's gone. There's suddenly a noise as an arrow slams into the sheriff's chest. There's a crossbow in Goth's hand. He has a look of rage and grief on his face. And he just loads the crossbow again (laughs) and fires into the sheriff who's now fallen to the ground. This bolt puts him out of his misery. Goth walks up slowly and he picks the bloody badge off of the sheriff's corpse and he walks over and sticks it on Anchorage 
And he goes, you've been promoted. And he walks out. Hey, hey Tormund, would you be alright with feeding Goth to the butcher dogs? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah? Me likey what you put down. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Mattis runs over to the uh, sheriff's body uh, and immediately uh, starts trying to uh, see if there's any sort of pulse. Uh, he, he calls Kathy over, uh, panicked, and she comes over and has a look at him, pulls out one of the arrows. She rubs her hands together and tries to cast something, but there's no effect. It's too late. Mattis stands up. His death didn't phase us. No, not at all. <laughs> you guys are just expecting it at this point. Uh, Mattis stands up and... Uh, he looks at you two and he says, I, I must admit, I, I wasn't expecting that. The, the king has gone through a lot in the last couple of years. Losing his father and now his mother. Yeah, I see. It can't be easy. That, you have to understand. That, oh. that can't be easy. I didn't have parents either. And I, well, see, I didn't make a habit of shooting people in the chest twice. I feel like once maybe could pass as an accident. Twice, you know, that sounds a little bit... There, there's a little meditation there. You gotta put some consideration into that to load another bolt and a crossbow and then shoot it. Yeah. It's like a whole task. <laughs> it's a, it's I expect Very that. deliberate. I think that... The, I, I think this is just how he is, Mattis. Well, I, he... wasn't entirely his fault. It wasn't always like this. You know what? You know what? Back in the Stormlands... Uh, what we used to do with people like this is we would feed them to butcher dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of butcher dogs, the, the kennel was open when I swung around the Tower of the Guard. Oh, were the dogs still there? Yeah, they were just hanging out. I was able to coax them back into their pen. I'm going to feed Goth to them. <laughs> Please. It's my thought, Matt. I, I know. It's... And I need you to convince me not to. <laughs> Look, uh, come with me. I, I think this store needs a drink. Um, and he's going to start walking towards the Tower of Commerce. Uh, there's a nice little place we can sit down in the quiet. And I'll, I'll, I'll convince you. All right. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Tommen? I mean, that sounds good to me. You're paying, right? Uh, oh, I, I believe Moraz obliterated my coin purse with one of the <laughs> hundred punches I took. Uh, oh, Kathy, Kathy, <laughs> could you front us some, uh, some mead money, possibly? And she just, like, rolls her eyes and hands him a little couple coins. Oh, thank you, you're a doll. Uh, and he's gonna lead you to the Tower of, the, of Commerce, to this small little uh, outcropping of a bar. Um, and he takes you to a little side table with three chairs and orders a couple drinks. And you sit there in silence for a few minutes. And then he finally speaks and he goes, I know Goth seems like a horrible king. But believe me when I say that his father was worse. Balzac was a very charismatic leader 
and he had a vision that many believed in. But as he got closer to accomplishing his goal of uniting the Kattegat, it started to not be enough. He went power mad, as many great barbarians do. They, they're able to tap into their rage for a strong boost in battle, but some of them aren't able to confine it to the battlefield. He was difficult. Moraz and I, uh, having been with him since about the beginning, I, I felt a, a special responsibility. Uh, well, and he, uh, he sighs and he, he takes a drink. I, I met Moraz and Balzac when they were both very young. I, I hate to admit this, but I trained them. I, I taught them everything I knew. You trained the king and you weren't even the captain? I trained the king and I was not even the captain, yes. But I, I never resented Moraz for that. He, Moraz, after his transformation, was, was stronger than me. Uh, but... Wait, Moraz wasn't always a cat, dude? Uh, no. No, he... He was a young dwarf boy. Uh, I, I trained him in Balzac, but Balzac was progressing at a faster rate than Moraz. And uh, he began to become very frustrated with the younger boy. I beat him savagely, uh, hoping that it would make him stronger. But uh, eventually one of the, the beatings went too far. Uh, Moraz's body didn't, didn't work anymore. And we had to stitch him up a new one. He channeled dark magic and Kathy's ability to heal, and we, we changed him. And he was much stronger after that. Uh, Bolzak never beat him after that point, but it was around the time he met his wife. And, uh, channeled that in her direction and then he he really started conquering his power grew out of control surpassed even mine and it was off the growth of the kingdom was exponential there were, there was there was no stopping him and and then their child was born goth and right it complicated things yes goth uh, after the boy began to grow up, he, he was sweet, uh, kind to his mother and his friends, but, mm, I mean, you've seen what he's like, skinny, whiny, not very kingly. Balzac couldn't believe that he was his child and treated him like nothing, like dirt. Smoke that joint. That's a beautiful joint. Um, treated him like nothing, like dirt. Less than dirt. Mm. Until one day, Moraz and I hatched a plan. One that would put a stop to Balzac for good. We 
disgusted with his wife, and we decided that she would slip poison into his wine. It did. Dude, are you admitting to coup? Yes. The poison, we, we knew it wouldn't be enough to kill someone like Balzac, but it weakened him enough for me and Moraz to be able to best him. I, I chopped his head off myself, while Moraz held him down. Whoa, this is a massive change in narrative. The regicide wins major points with me. Yeah, for real though. Goth was forced onto that throne by the decisions of me, Moraz, and his mother. He wasn't ready for it. He was still just a boy. So, do they come from a royal line? Is there no... There was no royal blood before this. No, uh, Moraz and Balzac, they were, they were orphans. They escaped from one of the dwarven cities deep in the stone hive. The stone hive? I, I found them for a few months after they found their way out of that hellhole, and I brought them to the Kadigat. I trained them. You have a faraway look in your eye, metal man. You're giving me quite the knowing look right now. What do you mean they escaped? They, uh... Not many they, orphans... Le- not many orphans leave there. I know. They they never spoke much of it, but, uh... I think they had to leave someone behind. Balzac. I... I never knew anyone by the name of Balzac. Wait, but does that mean that there's another member of the royal line that's potentially alive out there? Uh, Bolzak's line was never truly royal until he made it so, but yes, it, it could be a brother or a, a more metaphorical brother like Moraz was to him. Maybe a, a parent or a mentor or, or just a... What if we add this guy to our party? Oh, I like that idea. But then we'd have all the Kattegat, like, just at the same time, as a resource. At the same time, we also need to make sure that we can set up, like, strong foundations here so we don't have to come back and fix something that we left as, like, a loose end. That is a very good point. I don't want to make it abused for our decisions now, later on. We already went through that. Who like, do you think should be... times. Who, should, who do you think should rule? Should rule? Yeah. Or what system by which should we establish? I think we need an interim ruler, and I think we're looking at him. Mattis? Yeah. 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 I I, I couldn't possibly. I I can only hope to keep Goth in line. No, you're awesome, You have our our votes of approval. Yeah. Besides, the king is beside himself. He can barely conduct himself over the grief of losing his mother. And soon he'll be fed to dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Besides, this whole catastrophe... This, this has shown that regardless of feelings or uh, traditions or pride, he's simply not fit to be ruler. This cost too many lives. This was, ex- this was excessive, even on our s- scale. Like, yeah, we kill a lot of people. <laughs> but God, <laughs> way more than we have ever killed. Yeah. You guys jealous? A little bit. But that's just because we're crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Killing more people than you, that's 
That's a high bar. Uh, Mattis, he, he swirls his drink a little bit and he thinks about it. Muldred will come back. I'm, I'm confident of it. And when he does, I, I believe he will level this city to the ground. He, he wasn't ready for the level of defense we had. He didn't even come with an army. He came on his own. This is not a mistake he will make again. Our army is decimated. We have less than half of the Black Guard we had before. And even then, that wasn't that many. And all of the people from the Katagat came. So any civilians that got slaughtered could be from anywhere. Could have been from anywhere. It's... The Katagat has lost many of its people today. But we still need to defend the ones that lived. I... I will... I will be this temporary king you you want. I will. I will keep Goth in line. And I will try and keep the city running. But we're not prepared for another invasion. We are going to need outside assistance. I, I have someone in mind. An old friend of mine. Uh, the current King Richard Lormont. Uh, the king of the Sand Sea and captain of the Dreadship. The Dreadship? He has the most powerful and sizable army in all of Duslumber. He, he owes me a favor. Tell, go to him, find the Dreadship. Tell him that Mattis is cashing in his favor and that the people of Katagat need him. Is by any chance the dreadship in the Sand Sea? Yes, it, it is the biggest of the ships carved by the dwarves. It's the city has population of about 10,000, not counting military or crew. I've been meaning to go there. So, like, we can do your research. We yes. can get my, my granny. We can stop by uh, that one city. Yes, maybe, and maybe it would be good for you to see what an area looks like that has no access to water and has been forsaken by Aegoth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can what like convert some of the people to water. We could have. <laughs> I can convert people to water. <laughs> it's reverse Jesus. <laughs> people into water. <laughs> I, I have uh, Anchorage. I I have an idea. We bring God. Yes! <laughs> what? We what can, is we can, it better? We can mold him into into a powerful king. Yes. <laughs> like clay to our sculptor. Yes. Because think about it. His father was powerful. This guy, this kid is His just... His father was more than powerful. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot you were here about this. <laughs> His body was nearly indestructible. He could fight all day and night, sustaining wounds and never fall. Goth needs to experience... We're leaving the Kattegat, but he could still experience it beyond the safety of the walls. That's... If he's going to rule the Kattegat, he needs to understand it. 
its effect on the land. He killed a lot of rare specimens yeah, today. He did kill a lot of people too. He needs to figure out why that's a bad idea. Uh, I, I'm not so sure about this this idea of bringing this uh, teenager along on this adventure of yours. And what is a better childhood development arc than going on a pirate ship? <laughs> <laughs> No, no pirates. Stay away from the pirates. <laughs> well, I think it's settled then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, only... I, it would help keep him out of my hair. I could maybe actually begin to rebuild and get things done. You'll have to talk to him, though. And we'd be an amazing guard. You have to promise me you won't just feed him to put your toss. <laughs> <laughs> Tommen will keep me in line. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia will keep us Time in line. Time to turn Goth into a homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri too. <laughs> You'd look so cute with a long little nose. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs one that gets bigger and smaller depending on if he's being a little bitch or not. Yeah. Mattis is gonna uh, finish his drink, and he kind of looks at you too, like you gonna finish that. Oh yeah, chug. <laughs> While Tommen's talking, Mattis picks up his and finishes it. <laughs> were these purchased with offerings made to Booster? I hope they were. Uh, yes, we we do uh, claim most of the uh, financial offerings to the gods. Uh, just to give Kathy a little bit of a bonus. She's a great worker. Really deserves it. Wait, you take the money from the gods? What's a corpse? Well, oh, and you give it to Kathy. And we give it to Kathy. I mean, she, yeah. Oh, but it's we got this from Kathy. Yeah, we got this from Kathy. Oh, okay. So, it, so it basically, be they were offerings to us. Yeah, let's it's go. It's time to find not pirates and not butcher dogs yet. <laughs> I guess for the last part. Yet. Yet. Oh, wow. As you guys are finishing up this conversation, uh, you go to walk out of the Tower of Commerce and you, you hear a, a vaguely European accent uh, cutting over the rest of the voices. So you, ah, hello! Anchorage! Tomind! Amelia! Windy! Windy, where are you? Ooh. Ah, hello! Oh, but we do know that Wendy killed uh, Goth's mom, so that's interesting. And took we don't uh, actually know who Wendy is. Goth's father's body. Huh. That's a little creepy. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're going to have to fight Balzac as unmade. How much you want to bet? Oh, man. Hey, Emilio. Wendy ran off on a mission. Oh. Oh. She'll be back. That's such a shame she didn't say goodbye. We we had the... Oh, Eris is also gone. Yeah, we're, we're not exactly sure where he is, but uh, he disappeared in a puff of death smoke. Well, that doesn't sound uh, very far off what Eris is normally doing, yes? Yeah, so I, yeah, we're just going to... It should be fine, should be fine. Um, I, now, something that I... Uh, I'm not so sure it's fine. My family uh, is not going to be very happy about what happened today. Uh, two of the royal family uh, were killed. Yeah, to be today, frank, I'm not very happy alone. about what happened today either. I, I don't think you understand. 
understand the danger of this. If when my mother finds out um, that both Olaf and Kilik were killed here, um, she will retaliate. Uh, the Voldakovs are very powerful. She could wipe out this city without much resistance, especially now. Uh, someone will need to go answer for what has happened. Your mother, the, and the I, vampire... The vampire the godmother. Vampire lady, god, godmother. Godmother. I, someone will have to answer for what happened today. And I believe I'm the only one that can do it. I, I hope that uh, you two rescuing me will be enough to uh, mm, soothe her anger. But uh, we will see. We will see. I, I thank you all for taking me with you. And I hope this will help repay the debt that I have been accruing to you and your friends and Wendy especially. I, I really hope to see her again. She was such a incredible, graceful woman. Oh, yeah, <coughs> I do too. But you know how things are back in the day when they didn't have cars. You don't always know when you're gonna see other people again. Yeah, <laughs> they. It's you know, or and but but they're not getting run over by cars. This is still back when you would say, "I hope to see you again." So I hope to see Wendy again. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, he he goes and he like puts up his arm. hug before I go. Oh sure. I'm gonna give Emilio, Emilio. a big hug. I wanna get in on this group hug. Group hug, uh, you guys group hug it out and he uh right. Can I, I can I roll that he gets like pricked on my spiky arm? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, that's a 15. Ah! Your oh, new arm's so spiky! Yeah, and awesome. <laughs> ah, yes, and very awesome. Yes. Hi. Uh, I'll see you all again, friends. I'll see you. See you, Emilio. Eventually, Emilio. You'll have to introduce me to this mother of yours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you count yourself lucky if you never have to meet the godmother of the Voldakovs. Oh, she punish me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Emilio, he uh, uh, sets off. You see he's already got a bag packed. Uh, it looks like he was he was ready for this. And he goes, oh! By the way, that's <laughs> like a bandana on a stick. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the quirky bandana on a stick. Um, and he goes, oh, by the way, I will ask my mother about Maldred. There are whispers that our family used to be in quite a war with an entity like that. Perhaps she knows a way to keep him dead for good. Ah, goodbye. And he uh, walks off and disappears into the crowd. Ooh. Wow, we just <laughs> lost Emilio, I guess. Yeah, and a milf, a gilf was added to the, the cannon. A gilf, a, a vampire gilf was vampire added to the Vampire gilf. <laughs> a vampire gilf mafia boss. Wow, could you ask for more? I'm, I'm kind of still worried about Emilio having left. 
I know. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm we kind of take him for granted, but oh. I, I think he does a lot for us. Should we sure did open those coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would do all those coconuts. Oh, grab God. Oh, did we not grab God? the coconut. You have not gone to find Goth yet. Oh. Not since you've talked to Mattis. And since he shot the sheriff and stormed off and promoted Anchorage. Oh, yeah. I got promoted. <laughs> yeah, bloody okay, sheriff's okay. bash. Should we bring him or not? Yeah. Is that a liability? It's yeah. such a liability. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if we don't take on responsibility, then are we really... Sh- b- bloody bad sheriff and oh, Tommond. No, you know what? I think I think we got a good thing going. You, me, and Sebastian. That is a really good. Thing. And our uh, tree stomping ponies. Oh yeah. Wait, are those still in the tower of the panther? Yeah. So is Bellamy. Oh. And, oh, oh, and we still right. have to go to Stumphole. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to it. Yeah, let's get going. And let's grab golf on the way. We could we could, <laughs> we, we could take off the stumbled. Yeah, he get, he'll get to know the people. Oh yeah, I'm sure the people there are going to be really receptive of him. <laughs> and let's break his crossbow. <laughs> Look guys, the the real subject of your ire. Yeah, the guy who kidnapped all these people from your town just to slaughter in front of a, a crowd. Well, we can just tell him that if anybody finds out that he's goth that they're gonna rip him to shreds and we'll break his crossbow so he's defenseless so he'll hide <laughs> it'll be a good lesson for him it'll be a really good lesson for him but first let's go fu- let's let's just leave him he sounds like he's gonna be troublesome let's just skadoodle fair enough all right we're gonna go get our carriage you're gonna go get your carriage okay uh, you head over towards your carriage. When you're getting close to it, uh, you start to hear the sounds of uh, loud, cheerful voices. Uh, Bellamy appears to be talking to someone. And he's he's just going on about how great his wife Deandra is and how much he wants this person to meet her one day. And then the voice that responds, I saw Bell <laughs> fight the old seer and it was so cool. Uh, you guys walk in and you see Halth is sitting there uh, talking to Bellamy just right outside your carriage. Um, they have oh, each have a coconut in their hand with a little straw stabbed into it. And they're <laughs> drinking up the coconut water. And Bellamy goes, oh, hey, hey guys. Uh, perfect timing. Uh, this fella says he knows you. Oh, yes. Yes, this Halth. Oh my god, I am so glad that we are running into you here. Yes. We just lost a member of our party. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping that you would like to go on an adventure with us. Uh, well, okay, okay. I That does sound quite quite fun, yes. But, uh, Mattis was talking to me, uh, and he oh, says no. that uh, he's going to have to be uh, the acting king for a while. Because uh, Goth maybe is not super up to the task. And uh, he doesn't think Goth is going to think that's a super swell idea. And so he's asked me and the ranger's hand to remain here as uh, extra security. And, uh, you know, help keep Goth and the people in line and defend the city in case Modred tries to return before you you two complete uh, whatever the quest Mattis said he gave you. Go find 
som we have to find uh, I don't know. It's a pirate ship <laughs> that the dwarfs made. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, that makes sense. Uh, so, uh, uh, well, I can't come with you. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. But I am. <laughs> you, you talk a lot for somebody who can't come with but us. But <laughs> I would, I do, I would like to help. I would like oh, to help. For real? Yes. I, I've decided to send a division of the Rangers' hand with you to uh, fly you to your destination. Can they fly our your carriage? Yes. And our ponies? Uh, yes. We have many eagles. Oh, I also had a question uh, similar to that. Uh, can I get? Do you have any saddles that would fit my friend here? Oh, oh, uh, the, the vulture? Yes. Uh, we, we can see what we can do. Expand uh, some of the riding gear for our eagles because he, he's, he's quite large. I know it. Magnificent, isn't he? Sebastian. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, I'll, I'll go arrange that. Uh, when do you think you will be ready to leave? Oh, this is as this is an ASAP moment. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll see what I can do, and I'll uh, get the ranger's hand ready. Uh, Bellamy, it was it was great meeting you. I, 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 I'm sorry I cannot come with to Stumphold. I'd love to meet this wife of yours. She sounds wonderful. Uh, I will uh, bring the ranger's hand here as soon as uh, they are ready, and I'll see if I can rustle up that saddle. Uh, and he he turns and walks off. What a stand-up fellow. Really, like, when we first met him, I thought he was kind of going to be a dick. He kind of was a dick when you first met him. Kind of was a dick. He, he kicked you guys out of the hearth tower. He's real cocky. But, he's, he, yeah, he's really shaping up to be a good, you know, friend. Yeah. You kill people, and then people just, they look at you different. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, it's really interesting how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 when, wait, wait, can wait. we leave, like, ASAP? Are you still here? Should we bring uh, uh, Halt Halt has walked away. Oh, he's gone. Um, you guys, it's, if there's anything else you want to do, I want to find a kennel master for the for the dogs. <laughs> for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, <laughs> the kennel master was Moraz, uh, but oh. there there are there are some other more high, highly ranked black guards that are uh, pretty good at handling them. You you you're able to find one of them by asking around. Uh, and you you find Dave, Kennel Master, uh, Apprentice Kennel Master Dave. Dave. Excuse me, are you Apprentice Kennel Master Dave that I've heard of? Yep, that that's me. Hello, Dave. Hello. Uh, how, how can I help you? Can I call you Dave? Oh, whoa, wait! Can, I recognize you. Can we call you, you David? Nah. <laughs> me? Yeah, you're 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 the guy that that killed Monster Moraz. Oh shucks! <laughs> oh, that was a good shot. Yeah, uh, what what can I, I know, do man. you for, big guy? We're in a you fight. You really like that he calls you big guy. Oh, <laughs> it makes you feel a lot I've better a about the smoking satisfaction. Toot <laughs> He just farted. <laughs> We're in a fight against a monster that can. Absorb magic from the looks of it. So we need some of that on our side. And these butcher dogs. They're looking like the key. So, what does it take to to wrangle one of these bad boys? 
Uh, How can I bond one of these fellows? It's not easy, especially for a magic user like you. I'm not sure they're going to like you too much. Can I... Could I talk to one? Uh, no. No, I don't think that's a good idea. Why? Yeah, again, you're a magic user, man. You you just stink of it. They're gonna... They're gonna latch onto you without a second thought. Not in the way you want. Now... Dave. Yeah. Dov. Can I call you Dov? Yeah, I prefer <laughs> that, actually. That's the pronunciation in my native tongue. <laughs> Would you be interested in coming on a magical (laughs) (laughs) journey I'm gonna kill you whoa we could use your animal handling skills with the butcher dogs I don't know which we're taking Uh, I I need to talk to one I don't know that doesn't seem like a super great idea, guys. But, but okay, but you know what? I'll workshop this 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 butcher dog idea you've got going here, and I'll see how it can be more more applicable. Maybe maybe uh, if some of them die. We'll we'll skin them and see if we can make you some armor. How about that? That that sounds. Why is amazing. every idea you guys have have to do with killing magical creatures? That, that is a good point. <laughs> I said if some of them die, I'm not gonna kill my puppies. But oh. but they, they they're scrappers. They they, uh, they often do maul each other to death. So to clarify, you keep them in too small of a cage so they have to attack each other. Yeah, we keep them, them all in one so cage that's really too rapidly. small. Yeah, okay. yep. uh-huh. So you don't even do you, you don't even know what happened if we took one out and we and we loved him and we <laughs> let him roam free <laughs> and we and we fed him magical items. I, I, I would be lying if, you, if I said you were the first to try. Uh, <laughs> we do have a special uh, um, sort of advantage over most traditional methods <laughs> of, <laughs> of animal handling. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to smoke out a butcher dog. Alright, I... I'll let you. I'll bring one out here. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Hey, you guys can. Uh, you guys do what you can. But uh, you know what? If if he gets jumpy, I'm taking him back down to the cage. All right. I, I don't want to risk one of you guys getting hurt. All right. Uh, he he disappears for a couple minutes and then he comes back up, uh, holding a a long chain. Collared to one of these massive butcher dogs, the creature uh, comes snarling and barking up the stairs. As he, he's the D- Dov is digging his heels into the ground, trying to keep the the creature from just sprinting at Tommen. Let it loose, Tommen. <laughs> Hello, butcher oh, dog. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Th- He's just a little chumpy. He'll calm down in a minute. Hold on. Can I can I talk with him? I have to talk with animals. Uh, he is not technically an animal. He's not a beast. He's a monstrosity. What if I like talk with like an accent? Hello, <laughs> butcher dog. I think he's. I, I, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I know a little goblin. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I pull out. I pull out one of 
the nuggets of um, <laughs> Kattegat enhanced uh, Kattegat OG. Kattegat OG. Yeah, Kattegat OG. I'm gonna like burn a little bit of it. I'm gonna just like light, light it with my fingers and just kind of burn a little bit of it and like waft it into his face. Then, oh, you know what? And then he starts to float up <laughs> 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 with his little feeties in the air. <laughs> No, Ingrid just does that. <laughs> his, little no- his nose out. Does he like the smell? I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he likes the smell. <laughs> okay. You ha- do you have a piece on you? Oh uh, yeah. I take out Gorky's horn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just gonna pack the entire thing. <laughs> My god. Okay, yeah, you pack the horn full of just like shake and buds and anything you can. It takes a good bit of your stash. You're you're gonna have to resupply when you stop by Stumphold. I'm gonna I'm gonna start lighting I'm gonna try to put it towards its lips. Um Okay, make me a slight hand check. That's a 17. A 17? Oh, that, that's enough. Uh, in between the barks, you're able to slip the end of the horn into his mouth. And before he can open his mouth again to bark, he's got to breathe in. And you light it at that exact moment. And he... <laughs> um, and he, he does something you've never seen a butcher dog do before. And he sits down contentedly on his back legs and starts wagging his tail and just sits there chuffing on the horn. Could I like roll for animal handling? Sure. We need a snack, a treat that we can give it. Munchies. Yeah, yeah. where's the little goblin? <laughs> oh shit. Where is the little goblin? Are there Oh no, there's no more magical creatures. 17. The 17? <clears throat> yes. Um okay. It seems calmed by the uh, by the flower that you've given it and it seems less focused on your magical energy and more like focused inwards and you know just doing some self-reflection maybe thinking about how like the world works and stuff you know he's just chilling horses are one thing to be carried by an eagle oh a butcher dog is another they're a little bigger than horses and they're very aggressive some good points have been made. This was a good experiment. I take notes. Uh, Dov, Dov says, look, uh, you guys probably can't take him on your journey with you, but uh, he seems to really like you. I'll, I'll keep an eye on him, and uh, you know what? Maybe you can hang out with him when you get back. I kiss my... Well, I, I kiss my hand, and I blow the kiss to I uh, give the dog an, I give the butcher dog a knowing look. Knowing look. Are you gonna take the horn back? No. No. All right. You leave the. You leave him uh, sitting there smoking the horn, really enjoying himself. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Anything else you guys want to do? Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's just wait for Holf. Okay. Uh. Bellamy pulls the carriage together, uh, and he he meets you all. Uh. Just in the outside. Uh. Courtyard. Uh, and a few moments later, uh, the sky is filled with eagles 
as they begin to land around you. Uh, each of the eagles has a uh, cloaked ranger on its back. Uh, they, they're all sorts of different races and uh, sizes, but they, uh, they all have the same uh, ranger's hand uniform. Uh, you don't see Halth among them. One of them who seems to be uh, more in charge. He goes, ah, you guys, the uh, folks we transporting? Yeah, that's us. Yes. Alrighty. Uh, you ever flown Eagle back before? We've flown. We've I've, flown by Vulture back. I've flown, yeah, we've flown Vulture back. We've flown Eagle under. E eagle under? Yeah, like. Oh, where yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Where you're under the eagle. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to keep your like chair in the upright position and uh, keep your seatbelt on whenever the lights lights flashing um, and we're going to we're taking you to Stumphold first and uh, you guys are going to make it from there. Wait, did Sebastian get healed? Ah uh, yeah, he's with Kathy right now. He should be good any minute. Points to some of the uh, the Rangers like, "All right, you all, you, you two, you're getting that horse. You two, you're getting that horse. You four, you're on the carriage." All right. You Points to you, anchors. That means you're with me. Sweet. What's your name again? Larry. Larry. The the ranger. Larry uh, Ranger. Uh, he's a he's a he's a tabaxi. One of the cat people. Uh, he's a, all, all black fur. Larry Cat. Larry Cat. Uh, you he, remind uh, me of this guy that I knew. I used to know. He's dead now. <laughs> Named. Uh, uh, Maurice. Oh, Maurice. Yeah, he yeah, was a yeah. really big, like, cat guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean Moraz. I, I, I get mistaken for him a lot. It's it's a nice ego boost. He's he's a pretty cool, scary guy. Or was. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. I yeah. guess I'm not going to get mistaken for him anymore. I definitely don't look like a giant ball of claws and muscle. Okay. Well, uh, is, this, uh, is this our eagle here? This is our eagle here. Uh, come on up. Yeah, you just pop in right right back here. We got a little extra space on this saddle. Uh, as you're climbing up, Sebastian flies over, both of his wings working perfectly fine again. And you can see that he is fitted with a saddle. Uh, oh, yeah. A courtesy of Halth. It, Sebastian sets down next to you, Tom, and... Eddie says, I got a backpack. <laughs> I'm going to put you in my backpack. You ready? Okay. Let's go. I get in the backpack. <laughs> Woo! I fist bump again. <laughs> it, it could be a better saddle. It was kind of a rush job to get it uh, big enough to fit uh, Sebastian. But... It, it'll stay on and it'll help you stay on. You guys take off into the air. As you rise high into the sky, you catch a glimpse of Goth standing near the top of the king's tower, uh, the tower of the king, just staring out, watching you guys fly away. Um, as you take off into the sky, back towards Stumphold, you hear Bellamy's squeaky little uh, New Yorker gopher voice go, Yeah, wahoo! Uh, from the carriage as you guys sail through the sky you're, you're flying for quite a few hours Stumphold's not close even by Eagle back it was like a week's long a week's long carriage ride maybe like two days by by Eagle flight reset in two days a week I look at Sebastian I go I'll show you how the gods make clouds and then I jettison the rest of the suit <laughs> 
and we get big. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Sebastian keeps looping back around in the cloud. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it takes three days. <laughs> <laughs> with Dominic and Sebastian. These these eagles, we got to get some of these. They're very they're very useful. The eagles uh, fly for about two and a half days, and then they eventually set you down in stump hold. The town is very quiet. Last time you were here, it was quite a tragedy, and you can't help but remembering how the town was before that happened. Uh, bustling, full of little beast folk going around trading their wares. Nobody's out in the street now. Um, there is, however, the sound of music and a, a glowing warmth of light coming from the uh, coming from the hill end. Bellamy immediately hops off the carriage as uh, it's set down, and he runs over to uh, Bellamy's treasure trove. Uh, oh, Deandra! 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 And he, he rushes into the shop, uh, leaving all of you out in the street. Catch up. Yeah, I'm free stuff. Free, free stuff. stuff. <laughs> all right, uh, the two of you run after Bellamy. Um, you enter into the shop to see him uh, being hugged by Deandra as she spins him around in a little circle. And she goes, oh, thank you so much for bringing my Bellamy back to me. Oh, this is so wonderful. Oh, Bellamy, darling, I, I may have promised them each something from the shop if... Uh, they brought you back. So I'm gonna go pick up the inventory. And she, she sets him down. He goes, you... What? Each of them? Oh, God. My life's not worth that. Hey, hey. Oh, Deandra. Oh, I, I, oh it's all right. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, fine. Uh, Flower staff. Uh, yeah, Deandra brings out the uh, little uh, pile of magical items. Yeah. Oh. I believe one of these, or two of these, should be to your liking. You need to take one. Uh, the uh, giant tree staff that Eris wanted is still among them. In addition to that, there is a leathery black cloak, a small feather-shaped token, a paper folding boat, a, uh, a wand carved with uh, runes of war, a, a giant backpack filled with all sorts of pockets, pair of boots with little wings on the sides and a uh, axe that um, looks like it's like it's about a one-handed axe looks for perfectly chopping at knees of larger creatures what does the cloak do <laughs> oh well bellamy immediately goes into salesman mode hey that's the cloak of the bat right there that'll uh, that'll do quite a few things for you it'll let you transform yourself into a bat if you'd like it, it can also uh, help you fly short distances, glide, if you will. Uh, and uh, when you're not using it for that, it just looks like a regular black cloak. That that's pretty now intense. Me likey. What's this? What's this wand of war? Hey, that's uh, an old wand that belonged to a war mage I know. Hey, he recently cashed it in. Uh, decided to sell it and retire. Oh. I, I don't know its full capabilities, but damn, it's seen battle. What is a war mage? A war mage, that's, uh, <coughs> that's one of them soldiers that uh, goes into the field of magic but remains on the battlefield instead of going into the uh, scholarly arts or uh, any of the college teachings. That is badass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, research is guy. also really cool and noble. Nah, research is really yeah, lame. Research is kind of like it's like the, the, the lamest thing a magician sort of. could do. I think it's very uh, robust and 
actually is befitting of a hero. Right, but maybe just not like a warrior. So anyway, what about this paper boat? Hey, this this is a folding boat. You see, it's a little origami mode. Hey, you, you unfold this, it'll turn into a full-ass boat. Is it sand-worthy? Uh, no. This this one would be for water. Okay. Maybe sand-worthy for a moment. Yeah, were you, are y'all going up to the sand sea? I didn't hear this part. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot we kind of left in the... Hey, that's, 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 that's nifty. That place is uh, it's something else. Yeah, I hear it's nice this time of year. Uh, yeah, you're definitely going to need a, a ship that actually uh, works on the sand sea. You know, you, you can't even to... walk out there. You don't happen to... Carry those. Carry any... I, I, I don't... I, I Sorry, I don't know. Uh, Deandra pipes up and she goes... Well, actually, it's, it's funny that you say that. A few people from the Sand Sea have just stopped by. They're, they're, over, they're over in the Hill Inn at the moment. They, they might have a way to help you. They, they looked like sailors. There we go. Okay, well, thank you, Mrs. Bellamy. Oh, it's Deandra, but... Deandra. <laughs> You're welcome. I, no problem. It's just good to have Bellamy home. All right. I, I think I like the cloak. You want to go with the cloak? I think I'm going to get the tree staff. Tree staff? The staff of the woodlands. Yeah. Can I just, like, make trees with it? Yeah, you you can turn it. So it, sure. I want to shoot a tree out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, not in here, not in here, not in here. Uh, so there, there's two functions of the woodland staff that you'll be able to access Anchorage. If you stab it into the ground, it will turn into a 200-foot-tall tree. <laughs> Can or, I turn it back into a... Yes, and then you can turn it back into a staff. And uh, the the top of the staff is like actually like the branches of a living tree. Um, and you can break them off and smoke them. Yeah. And, and then they'll grow, and grow Yeah. If you lit the end of it, would it regenerate fast enough to like resist be burning up? It, it would burn all up and then it would grow back the next day. Oh, okay. At some point, does the wood get harder? If you take these little blue pills, the wood will get way harder. <laughs> this is called Viagra. Can I also get... How much of those? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No medieval Viagra. Oh. Although I guess those are just good berries. <laughs> I, put on, I put on the cape and I look dashing. You do look dashing, Tom, and uh, it, it complements your armor quite well. Oh man, Tommen, you look like somebody just dashed all over you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, so while wearing this, Tommen, you have a uh, glide speed of 40, and you can fly very short distances. Wow, I'm going to run outside to Sebastian. Look, we're matching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can also turn into a bat once a day. Can Emilio do that? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Emilio can't do anything. <laughs> Emilio lacks many of the cool vampire powers, but possesses all of their weaknesses. Oh, I'm just getting ready to meet that G-Ma. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to love this. <laughs> 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 you gotta show her your arm. Yeah, and you can show her your wood. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, it wanna make harder. it. I wanna make the bitch. Ah, no, not in here, not in here. <laughs> All right, let's go find these. Let's go for. Okay, we go to the hill end. Okay, you head to the hill end. 
uh, the sound of music and merriment greets your ears as you get closer. Open the door, and just as you do, you see Gilda. She's holding two two plates uh, heaped with food, and she turns around. No fucking shit! You're bloody back, Gilda. I was gonna bring these to some newcomers, but food for the returning heroes. Oh, I can make them something new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she hands you these two plates of food, and then she gestures to these two people over in the corner. They're more shadowed, uh, sitting at one of the corner booths. One that you remember a, uh, a large fish man sitting in on your previous visit. visit. I should get really sick. Oh, please, it'll, I, it'll just be a moment. Uh, just, I'll have your food out in a second. This was not your food. Uh, this was always planned for these people that just walked in. Ah, uh, shark bait! Two more of the same. Uh, you see her husband uh, peek out over the bar, the short little bald tattooed uh, uh, halfling. Uh, he gives a little thumbs up and he walks back into the kitchen. So, well, what happened? You gotta tell me everything. So, we tell her everything. Yeah. Yeah, you, you fill in Gilda. <laughs> Good gravy. That's quite the tale. You've certainly earned yourself free rooms for the night if you need somewhere to stay. Ah, uh, now you're headed to the Sand Sea, you say. That's awful convenient. Those two fine folks that I was about to bring that food to. They're headed back there themselves. Say they even got a ship. Might be able to help you out. That would help us out. I can introduce you if you'd like. Yeah, what's their names before we... I believe the one over there, the more feminine looking one, is Spike. And the other one introduced himself just as Doc. Spike and Doc. Wait, dude, should we get up? I mean, we just got our food, and they don't have their food. <laughs> so maybe you should go to that. <laughs> I, considering it was initially meant to be their food, I would suggest sitting here. Oh my god, this, this was meant to be their food? <laughs> you picked up on that. Don't play dumb with me. I would suggest you sit here and eat at least until Sharkbait gets them their new dishes out. So you guys wait a few minutes, and then Sharkbait uh, comes out of the back of the kitchen carrying two plates. Kind of looks around for Gilda to give him, give them to her, but then he sees that she's over sitting with you guys, and he just brings them over to uh, Spike and Doc himself. Um, uh, Gilda sees that they, they have their food now, and he goes, "All right, is your cue? Come on!" Wow! Did you guys just action? get your food? I leap out of the booth and, and into the. <coughs> we, we have food on our plates too. <laughs> I pick mine up a carrot, but I lean over and whisper to you, "Okay, I can't actually even eat this, but I was too embarrassed to say anything when I heard it wasn't meant for me." <laughs> I say, I say, your food looks a lot like my food. Actually, <laughs> did you, did you, did you like it? I don't know. That's that's a good order. It was... It all came from the same father. Yeah. Alright, uh, well... Anchorage and Tom, and you walk up to this table and you see two very imposing figures. Uh, Spike and Doc, if you guys like to describe your characters. You took the corner of a little goblin on Microsoft Paint and you just stretched it up and out. It would just get way too big. That's kind of her vibe. She's got pale gray... Gray... Green skin bleached buzz but it's like it's a really bad bleach job 
um, a lot of piercings, scars, and you just see a pirate. It's just someone you're like, oh, fuck yeah, this person, sure. Yeah, this person. Whoa, wait, are you guys pirates? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, how could you tell? (laughs) Oh no, this is so embarrassing. Our cover is blown. I pull down my hat really far and I go, oh crap. (laughs) Um, So Doc is wearing uh, like a long kind of like a lab coat but it's like a tan lab coat with lots of pockets he's got a pirate hat on big eye patch with uh like a sun emblem on it some uh some big boots some cowboy boots with uh spurs i'm like have like one leg up on the on the seat of the the little the, the chair that we're sitting on um yeah that's oh orc as well or half orc Green skin. Yeah, yeah. Doc's half orc and I'm half elf. <laughs> we're twins, by the way. We're twins, by like, the way. We're very obviously twins. Yeah. They look very similar. Uh, just from their facial structure to their size, their body proportions, and right down to their demeanor and outfits. They are quite similar. Doc is a little bigger than his twin sister, but. she's no slouch either very muscular form looks like they've both worked uh, hard lives seen battle and uh, you just guys you see assholes that's it yeah these fuckers big jerks I'm so sorry if this is like an offensive question but you guys look like you are the offspring of an orc and an elf is that true Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Wow. It is so great to know you. Let me take a guess. You're Doc. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you point. <laughs> points at... Um, oh, Spike. Spike. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you point at the wrong twin. Uh, Anchorage, do you guys, you guys react to that at all? I go, I just Maybe. point at myself. Just sorry, we, we just got like a brief backstory. We, we were asking around because we're going to the San Sea. So we were trying to see, and we heard that you guys were from Did the San Sea. That was a good joke. <laughs> that was a really good one. Yeah, when I, when, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> hey, so oh, I man. just got this great staff right here. Um, I don't know, do you guys uh, like Puff Puff? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, sweet. Let me, before we do anything, let me finish my food that I just got. (laughs) (laughs) Because they had to wait longer. And I mean, that's totally fine. I'm not upset or anything, but I'm just going to eat. Or you know what? Or we could go do that and then uh, I'll eat both my food. Yeah, you know what? And Um, I'll eat your food. Yeah. It looks really so good. So I'm just Yeah, I'm mine's up. really good. I'm mine's definitely gonna finish really mine. Yeah, good. mine's really, really good too. Are you shoveling it into the glass? Yeah. No. Well, I'm well, looking I wasn't at gonna. this fishbowl man and I'm gonna go, you know, uh that looks really yummy. I might wanna have Thanks, Can I have is. a little bite of that right there? Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna take a little bite off of his plate and I'm gonna put it on mine. Oh, you guys look a lot like <laughs> a giant metal man and okay. are you guys twins? This is actually um my servant. 
Yes, my name is uh, Glardabir. I'm the <laughs> servant of this great god come to Earth named um, Gloopchorp. <laughs> the great. Gloopchorp. <laughs> and we are going to the sand world. Um, no fucking way. The Gloopchorp? Yeah. You're fucking lying. That's the You're a big... The Sansi's a big fan of you. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> so... I, I pull up I mean, the side of my, like, shirt, and I reveal a Gloop <laughs> tattoo. It looks nothing like Thomas. <laughs> Violently nothing like Thomas. <laughs> what does Gloop Drorp look like? Uh, I'm a huge star in the Sansi. I'm kind of... Oh, Oh, sorry. He's, I, he's got glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, he's okay, got so red he's hair. A, a star with glasses <laughs> yeah. and red hair. Um, I mean, kind of think of, like, no no fur, leathery skin, <laughs> glasses, a lot of arms, and a lot of fans. And that's kind of... I mean, you gotta think of... Gloop Drorp. Gloop Drorp. Yeah. But if, if you... He's a local legend. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> you I... could totally come around to the sea, the Sansi. We'll take you if you're Gloop Drorp. Oh, yeah. Right. I got a haircut. Sorry if I was... A yeah. Bit. No, I I could tell. Uh, at this I... point, Gilda walks up and goes, Oh, I see you've met Tom and Danae, Chris. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, Can oh. I get you anything to drink? <laughs> <laughs> I grab Doc's shoulder and I'm like, We've... I look at my tattoo again and I go, no, wait, it, it's upside down. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The jig's up. We're really just two adventurers that want to go to the Sand Sea um, to go on a mission for the king of the Kattegat. I'm going to pull out the map and I'm going to go, oh, this is upside down too. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 yeah, what bring, what does bring you guys to the Kattegat? Hey, obviously wrong directions, <laughs> but really what are you, yeah. our captain sent us here on a mission. We're just um, kind of picking shit up, you know? What are you picking up? Well, <laughs> we were supposed to get more bud, but oh! I don't think that best stuff yeah. is in Kattegat. Yeah. <laughs> well... Actually, if you come with me, I can sort things out for you. Um, we can discuss uh, rates when we get there. I think we just found ourselves in a fortuitous circumstance. I, I agree. Um, I'm kind of worried about the mass amount of shipments <coughs> blood we're supposed to be picking up in the place where we're supposed to be. I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, if we, pro- it, we it, end goal <laughs> result is met. I think he'll okay. be all right. We'll, we can... we'll be long enough from shore that it probably won't matter by if the time guys, we're done. If you guys give us some bud and help us out, you know what? You got your ride to the Sansi because we're going to lug this ship back anyways. Okay. All right. Sweet. Let's go get our... Follow us to our carriage. And we'll take you guys out into the woods with us. Oh. <laughs> I <live>. uh, <laughs> I I I scoot over next to Spike and I'm and I go. I think that this was an interesting idea. Now. Likewise. I haven't had guests <laughs> in quite some time. I no. I, I, oh I, shit! I forgot <laughs> about the lizard. <laughs> 
what? I say, lizard. It's so we're not exactly sure, but it's either really fast or really slow. And so far, it's been pretty slow, but it is getting faster. And you guys haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, he's been holding down the fort while we've been gone. <laughs> do the carriage! Uh, uh, do the two of you, uh, Spike and Doc, do you follow them yeah, to we'll the carriage? Follow. You follow them out. Uh, it, it's starting to get dark now, and you see this outline of the carriage, and there's some sort of massive winged beast sleeping atop the carriage. It raises its long, beaked neck and turns and looks at you and lets out a horrifying squawk, which Tom and you translate as... Ah, waking me up. Who is this? <laughs> Ew, it's your friends. What is he saying? Squawk, squawk, squawk! So for these parts, I kind of just stand here and laugh whenever the vulture speaks. <laughs> <laughs> and the vulture goes, and that's why I love Anchorage. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have similar situations with goals. Uh, okay. Everyone, let's go. All right, you all climb into the carriage. Spike and Doc, this is a pretty well like renovated carriage. It's it's like really kind of a home. There's like little flower uh, pots on the sides, uh, sweet little curtains, really nice flooring with some cute little carpets on it. Uh, really, just uh, pretty minimalist, but like really homely. You know, it, it feels lived in. Looks like some interior decorator really worked hard on this place. Wow, this looks like some interior decorator worked really hard on this place. I'm gonna walk around and, and stick my hands in my pockets, but I'm gonna like open all the drawers and stuff and just like kind of peer into everything and... <laughs> Dude, there's I'm just some looking weird through their stuff, stuff in these drawers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on the Airbnb we defined it as homely. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of coconuts in here too. <laughs> Uh, the carriage uh, starts moving and heads back towards... Are you going to Tommen's house? Yes. Okay. Sleepover. Sleepover. Uh, I, I, I love how Doc and Spike will just go with anybody. Yeah. It's It only brings situations to get cooler. Yeah, it's and true. And more tattoos. You guys head into the woods and you cut through the forest for a little while. It's dangerous going to the Kattegat at night, but... Uh, I'll see how that goes. We're pretty well experienced with the monsters of the Katagat at this point, so... Uh, I uh, say I say there are monsters here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, there's some, there's some that are, like, kind of creepy, like, there's, like, lizards, and then there's some that are, like, really creepy that are, like, you know, they transform dead creatures into, you know, these awful monstrosities that sort of go on rampages, killing everybody. But you really shouldn't worry about any of that. We've only ever had to deal with, like, whales and sand creatures. That's that's kind of scary. Yeah, the, you've heard, you've, like, grown up on bedtime stories of the monsters of Kattegat. It would always keep you guys up at night, the fear that one of those creatures would break out or climb over the wall and sneak into the rest of the world, because it does happen. Uh, you've seen a few monsters, but n nothing like the stories you've heard. Uh, usually those ones are kept in here. But you're going through this forest. Hey, who, who's steering the carriage? Tommond? Okay. Tommond makes the most sense. Uh, Tommond, you're, you're steering the carriage up front. I, I think you've figured out how to do it pretty well at this point. Uh, you see what, what you recognize is very obviously a, a fae disguised as a friendly merchant 
coming up to your carriage and he's Oh, hi! Would you like to see my wares? <laughs> and he smiles just a little bit too big, showing just a few too many teeth than a human should have. Okay, I'm gonna look off into the distance and talk to nobody. See, when you get into these kinds of situations, you just gotta ignore them, and I'm gonna just keep driving it back. Ah. Ooh, do you do you have watches? Like time can be- Wait, Tommy, I think you should slow down here. I, <laughs> I have many watches. No, no, no. We just gotta keep moving. Keep your eyes forward. Clearly you haven't been over to this part of the Catagap before. No, no, I am just friendly Trader Joe. Please, buy my wares. Uh, Tommy, you just keep the carriage going. Uh, you leave Trader Joe in the dust. It's probably best. I wonder if he had any lemon no! cookies. Oh, Trader Joe. <laughs> oh no! We didn't go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> I wonder if he has those fun little bags at checkout. He's gonna cry about that when he realizes later on. <laughs> he missed a chance to go to Trader Joe's. Yeah. I want, I want lemon cookie. You guys uh, continue a little further, and without any other issue, you arrive at the walnut shell covered in plants that is Tom and Jerry's house. Uh, you you taking him in, Tom and? Yes. Welcome to my humble abode. And we're gonna go, <gasps> Sebastian, this is this is our home. You're welcome here at any time. Although we might have to renovate it for you a little bit. T- uh, Sebastian raises his eyebrow, which he has as a vulture. And uh, he goes, mm, I will not fit in there. I'm gonna go up in this big tree. Okay. I, I am gonna go in there. We'll see you in the morning. Okay. And I, he takes off and flies up into the higher branches. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up an armful of coconuts. Okay. Everybody grab some. I'm gonna go take them to my house. <laughs> Anchorage grabs an armful of coconuts and follows Tommen. Doc will <laughs> grab an armful of coconuts <laughs> and follow him to the bottom. I grab all coconuts I can. Carrying them as much as I can. Make me an athletics check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two. Okay, hey, you don't get that many coconuts. It's understandable. They're yeah. really, it's. You the grab one in each hand and you're like, whew, that's good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. They're, they're pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. You follow them into this little walnut shaped house, and uh, Tom and Jerry, would you like to describe it for them? Uh, I get up there and I fumble with the with the door a little bit, but then I like pull a key out of one of my fingers and like <laughs> and I unlock the door and then I walk in and I just dump the coconuts in the ground. Uh, Tom and you and open the door and like out of the corner of your eye you see this like blur of like a yellow flash and you hear this like zoom noise. Is <gasps> something darts into a shadowy corner? Whoa. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna push the door open for the rest of the way. Wait, 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 what if it gets out? <laughs> I, I Guys, go... Guys, I'm quickly, and I'm gonna, like, I say, and then close the door behind him. I say, what's going on? Is there... Okay, so my... my this is, like, a, a large space... Vroom! Oh! Another flash, and it moves to a different corner. Anchorage runs off. He wants to catch the flash. <laughs> <laughs> Anchorage, you run towards it, and as you get closer, you can sort of make it out. This strange, spiny, yellow lizard (laughs) covered in purple spots. You see it for a split second before it moves again. 
very quickly, too fast for your eyes to even follow. <laughs> and suddenly, it's right in front of Tom and Jerry. And that's where we're going to stop the episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, the lizard's back. Yes! Yeah! He was getting faster. <laughs> <laughs> I want to release him into the world. <laughs> See how fast he can go. Okay. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. We're gonna end the episode here. So, uh, I, I'm Jonah. I've been your uh, DM for tonight, and just gonna go around the table one more time. Just uh, tell them your character name. I am Tom and Jerry. I'm Anchorage. Spike. Doc. And we'll see you guys next time with Spike and Doc again as the party gets closer to the sand scene.